Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Time for the sports phone. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Sports Phone here on KCYX. Jerry in Oregon, Jim in Philo. Jim, happy Sunday to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great, except I got a toothache, but whatever. <laughs> I think you'll recover from that. Yeah. I think you'll I think you'll be okay. Yeah, toothaches are not fun. That's one of those things that it's like there's no real way to slice it where it's not a where it's not an unpleasant experience. It's it's just I mean, it's it's in the torture category. Yeah, it's not great. It's it's not fun by any means. Uh, but how how you doing? Outside of that, everything good in uh, in the Mendocino County area? Yeah, and then the um, you know the sports world is very exciting right now. The NBA is winding down. The the uh, women's and men's um, final sixty four have been put on paper, which we can talk about a little bit later. Sixty eight, if you count the playing oh, that's games. That's right. That's right. Playing games. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. More yeah, on. yeah, it's looking forward to it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about today. Really looking forward to the show. Um, if you are new to the Sports Phone, this is your first time tuning in. Uh, very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I uh, are big sports fans. We're both former athletes. We've both been coaches at different points in our lives. I am currently one. Um, we like to spend this hour just talking about sports every week. Uh, we don't care what the topic is as long as it is related to sports in some way, shape, or form. It can be professional, high school, college, rec league, youth league, whatever it is, as long as it is sports related. Jim and I want to hear about it. We're going to open up the phone lines. I want you, the listeners, to comment on anything or ed- or anything and everything related to sports. 707-895-2448. You can give us a call, and we are looking forward to taking your calls as long as it is sports-related. Give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about. 707-895-2448. Uh, Jim, I'm going to yep. hand it off back to you. I have to do some final number calculations uh, for something we were doing off the air. So right. I will let you fill a little bit of time here with whatever you would like to talk about while I do a final tally on something. Well, don't leave me hanging here. No, you, I'm not going to leave you hanging. It, you, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> this is going to be a quick final tally, and it's going to be an important number for one of the conversations we're going to have later. It'll be fun. All right. So let me do a quick final tally, and, and you kind of whatever you'd like to talk about for a second. All right. I'll talk about, first of all, the this day – it's a very interesting this day. Um, make sure you listen in one of your ears to this. Uh, March 13th, 1929. And the only reason I brought this one up is Donald Beckman. He's I a- legitimately thought you were going to say Donald Duck the way, you, the way you started that. And I was... I was so excited. And then you said Donald Beck. I'm not as excited anymore. Donald Beckman... He's an Australian cricket player. And the reason I'm bringing this up, he's at 123, whatever you get in cricket, runs, points, scores, whatever you get versus England. But the interesting part is now that I am picking out and and reading a whole bunch of these to you instead of each of us picking one, I just noticed that Donald Beckman, and if if there's... Bradman. Bradman, I'm sorry, Bradman. If there's anybody out there... That knows, I mean, we had one guy call in about cricket once, or one woman. I can't remember who it was. But this guy must be the Michael Jordan, LeBron James, the Pele of, of cricket, or the, the Babe Ruth of cricket, or something. Because 
every week I see it there and I skip over it. And finally this week I said, who is this guy? And I didn't read about him, but I, I just had to bring it up. So in 1929, he just, he always did something. It's like every week he's done something. Every day it seems like. All right, in 2020, on, on March 13th, it's the only one I have. This is just interesting. And we'll bring back a few memories here, Jared. In 2020, uh-huh. the 13th of March. Let me real quickly. What do you th- or do you know what I'm getting at? I I, I looked at them, but this at- is something we <laughs> talked about at a certain point. I, I can't remember how long ago it was on the show, but there was a point in in this show where we started talking about these types of things are going to show up uh, on, as on this day in sports in a couple of years. And it did. Here it is a couple of years later. Yeah. COVID canceled the Masters and the Players' Cup in the same day, March 13th, 2020. Think about it, mm-hmm. fans, sports fans, everyone fans that are listening. Yep. This is the first round of cancellations in sports because of COVID. This is before the NCAA announced, I think. Yep. Um, it was also the same uh, the same day that uh, uh, the Premier League and a few other uh, European soccer leagues Yeah, that's the uh, one I've got. The, the elite football yep. In Britain, the Premier League, the EFC, what's that, European Football Club? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the and EFL, you mean? EFL, yes. Yeah, I don't know what the EFL is. I like the names uh, of the, I like the name of this league, the Women's Super League. What yeah. country is that in? Scotland. Scotland, the Women's yeah. Super League. Anyway, they all canceled that day. They jumped right on the bandwagon. Boy, were there a lot of cancellations in the next 10 days. Yeah, it, it was funny. Uh, the, the Oregon State tournament uh for uh large bas- large school basketball uh high school basketball uh both boys and girls was going on over the weekend and last week and i was talking to one of the other coaches on the on our coaching staff and he was telling me about what happened when they were in the state tournament uh oh, because they right they either. got to the gym they were watching a girls game and this was after a bunch of the conference tournaments had been canceled and the director of the oh. tournament basically said hey go home this is the last game we're finishing this one and then we're done so they they quit in 2020. They quit. Uh, 20, it was 19. No, this is 2020. Oh, you're right. It was 2020. You're right. It March was 2020. of 2020. So yep, yep, you're right. 2020. So they stopped the Oregon State tournaments mid tournament. Yeah, that's what yeah. happened. If you remember that, it, just for local fans, that's the year Laytonville girls were going on one of the biggest runs in small school north Northern California runs that we've seen in a long time. Yep. All these four seniors that have set every record in our leagues ever had, and all of a sudden, boom, they're done. They never yep. got to finish. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We got no local interview. We're talking sports here. You're welcome to call. Bring bring up anything you want to call seven zero seven. Eight nine five two four four eight. We got a pretty good list here, Jared. There's yeah, no, we got all sorts of good stuff. No call right now. You want to talk? Start with the NCAA, just because uh, because we were just had that rush of trying to figure out that stat. I wanted to know. So, yeah, we could start with that. Uh, let's yeah, take, let's, sure, we could start there. Let's take this call. All right, you're on the air with the sports phone. NCAA tournament, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> I knew it. I, I was talking to Jared a little bit earlier saying, oh, Vince calls about the NCAA tournament. How long do we have to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, growing up in Florida, with spring training being this time of the year, this, this is my favorite sports moment. you got basketball heading into the playoffs. The NCAA tournament's happening. 
spring training going on. It's like <laughs> you can't beat it. It's it, it's spring <laughs> in the air. It's good sports. It's like the best. COVID's best winding of all down. The world coming together. <laughs> COVID's winding down. It's all coming together. Is that what you're saying, Vince? Pretty much. Hey, I just sat down at the Princess tonight and had a great time listening to a wonderful funk band. Tons of people. Great time. Watching the bracket come out at the same time. I get, you know, spring training getting ready to happen because baseball finally figured it out. Tom Brady is coming back to the Buccaneers. There's so many good things happening in sports. I, I don't even know what to do. I'm giddy. Here's a question I asked Jaron. Um, um, before Vince gets too detailed into this, um, how many schools are there? Vince, actually, I'm going to give you, 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 you can't look at your bracket. I want you to make a wild guess before Jerry gives us the answer. How many teams in Division One? I, I mean, in, in the NCAA um, tournament, are there men's and women's team both in? Take a wild guess, Vince. Ooh. Okay, UConn. Five Baylor. seconds. No, you can't look. I'm going to say I'm going to say ten. Ten. Vince, it was funny. The minute you started counting that, I, my my immediate thought was, "There's no way you're going to get this right," because that was immediately what I started to try to do. There's 24. Oh wow! Twenty four. Wow. Yeah, and, wow. and the funny thing about it is, and, and this is what I'm so fascinated about with this list of 24, is. It's not just the teams that you would expect. Like, that's the thing that I think is so fascinating about this. Like, yeah, sure, Gonzaga, Connecticut, Notre Dame, Baylor. Like, those teams are in there. But uh, Montana State, Longwood, Delaware. Like, yeah, it's just like there are these teams that are in both brackets that I never would have thought for a second would be in both. Stan- wow, Stanford's not in either one. Stanford's not in either no. one. What? What? Is- well, no, no, no. Stanford's Jeez. in the women's bracket. They just—they're not women. in the men's yeah. bracket. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Huh. But yeah, it's just—it's. That was the thing that I—I I thought was so interesting about it was that there were these teams that I just didn't think like these like low seeded teams that that both made it that I thought was well, really that, really interesting. This, this is a this is a great question. Have ha- and I'm pretty sure this has happened, but I don't know exactly, but. How many? How many times has the same school won both titles? I think it happened with UConn in two thousand and ten. The same year. Same year. Same same year. The same school won it. I think the only school that could potentially have done that would be UConn. I'm guessing it's never been done same year. No, it has. Hang on one second. Yeah, Connecticut's the only team to have done it in two thousand four. Huh. Interesting. And then they did it again in 2004. And then they did it again in 2014. 14. That's the Kemba Walker year, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I knew. Yeah. I knew the UConn women's team was a powerhouse. I didn't ever. I, I wasn't aware that that UConn, you know, won has won it twice in, in the 2000s. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Jim Calhoun had a yeah. powerhouse with the UConn boys for a while there, for sure. Yeah. So, Vince, before you go too deep into the bracket stuff let me give you a quick like this is where i stand on it so far uh i haven't even looked at it yet like so oh, so, so out, i'm very blind on this I, in I terms of I, have, already. <laughs> <laughs> I i haven't still see that i guess that goes to one of the things that that i i wanted to talk about since i haven't really looked at the bracket yet 
last year was one of was I think the first year ever I did not fill out a bracket, and it was one of my favorite years, like ever, of the NCAA of tournament. Be- because yeah, I didn't you, have to you, stress about anything. Didn't I wasn't absolutely. constantly refreshing my bracket. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. So, so that That's was in what? honor. That was in honor of Don Fossey. No, I don't know what it, it was. not In honor of anything, I just didn't feel like doing it. Well, that was the year that Don Fossey retired and didn't do the bracket anymore. It probably- yeah. Yep. No, yep. for me it was just I just decided I don't want to do this. I'm just going to enjoy the tournament. And I'll tell you the amount of stress that you lose not having to look at a bracket and worry about how much money you're losing is fantastic. Oh, it's it's the best, I swear. Yeah, sorry about that. Radio down. Yeah, no, it's 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 nice. That, and that's why Jerry I fill out like five or six. Sure. That way one of them one of them's going to be halfway decent. Yeah. <laughs> the the only other thing I've done so far in the brackets is uh, I've looked at the games that I'm going to get to see in person because uh, I, and I was going to bring this up as well. Uh, I, I I have tickets because they are at the Moda Center. I have a, a pair of tickets for the first and second round. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, you yeah, and so I, I, that, those yeah. are the only games I've really looked at so far. Yeah, because I was looking at I was looking at that when your dad told me you had tickets, and I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what would be in the interest." Stand State still, Memphis Vince. Is a, that, that Boise State Memphis would be a really fun game. Um, and I'm trying to think of is it the Iowa Providence or is it LSU Wisconsin uh, area? That it's n- neither of those. So, so the ones I get to see in terms of first round games are Gonzaga Georgia State. Yeah. Boise, uh, Memphis, Boise State, St. Mary's, and the winner of Wyoming, Indiana, and then UCLA and Akron. Those are the eight oh, teams. Those okay. are the eight teams that are playing in Portland. That's simple yeah. as that, right? Gotcha. Well, yeah. I, I definitely think St. Mary's and I think Indiana will win. That that yeah. could be a fun game. Yeah, and, that's uh, the game I'm the most Boise excited State for. State Memphis game will be fun, and I do yeah. believe the second round games will be fun because I I could definitely see Memphis or Boise upsetting Gonzaga. And I could definitely see St. Mary's or Indiana beating UCLA. Uh, so you've got some potential chances there for some upsets. 707-895-2448. We're starting here with the tedious, the <laughs> tedious talk about the NCAA brackets. Um, one thing I know is because the women's climb to – you know, to where they've gotten in, in NCAA basketball, there's still more of a chance, in my understanding, of one of the top four teams winning it because there just isn't as many really good teams um, out of 64. It's an interesting uh, interesting way to look at it. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, all the good players go to the same team, and then all of a sudden there's more interest, and then there's more good players. They go to another team, and then yeah. all of a sudden you got 64 good teams. It took a while. Now the phones are ringing. Vince, let us take another one. Come back as much as you can tonight, all right? You got it. Thank you. Try again, caller 707 895 Two four four eight. Worry about that, Vince. I cut you off for a, uh, a dial tone. Um, what else you have about NCA, Jer? Well, again, I, I I don't I don't pretend to be 
an expert, you know, at, at, at this kind of stuff. Um, like by, by any means, like there, there's plenty, there's plenty of people that can, that can go and analyze these games that have a lot more, uh, power knowledge in the field than I do. I, I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to go watch some games, but here's how I would co- talk about this. Um, NCAA tournament, the Super Bowl, the NBA finals, the World Series, I'll throw the MLS Major League Soccer Championships into this. Like the, the uh, of the American sports playoffs. Yeah. Uh Jim, where does this fall in your uh excitement to watch or or how invested in it you get? What what is it above, what is it below? It's above Major League Soccer Championships. Okay. It's above football playoffs all of all kinds. It's below um, NBA playoffs. Or I'd even rather watch the World Series of baseball than I would the, the, this whole follow this NCAA bracket. I'm a basketball fan. It's just I don't have the stamina for for following this. It's I, I don't know if that's the right word or not. Where how okay. about how about so, you? Is this I, this clearly is? I mean, I'm amazed. You're saying that there's a lot of people like Vince that that know know something about almost every team here. It sounds like I I would say that if I had to guess, I I would say that this is after the Super Bowl the most popular postseason in American sports. How how are you going to you mean after the Super Bowl? After the Super Bowl, yeah, I would say after the Super Bowl, the, wait, wait, World Series of baseball. I would say this is bigger than the World Series. Wow, I yeah. could be wrong. It's, I it's I, a, I could be wrong, but I, that's just my 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 hunch. It would be a tough way to rate, except for just people giving their individual opinions. Because right, how right. much money like, is spent on it? That's one way. How many people watch the games? There's so many. You know, they, I'm not sure how you can measure it, but that's yeah. That's I, I don't. Guess. I don't know either. But if if I had to guess, like I feel like it would be uh, Super Bowl, NCAA tournament, NBA Finals, World Series. Okay, callers. Um, what's your order of sports finals? Hello, caller on the air. Well, since nobody else is calling in, I thought I'd jump back in real quick because this is just right up my alley. Go ahead. I love, I love you guys for letting me back in so much. Obviously, the, the Super Bowl is the biggest sporting event in America, right? I, that, that, that's hands down. Nothing's going to trump that. What are you basing it on? Money taken in? I mean, what, what are you basing it on? Well, there's just, there's just it's the sport that, and I think this is why NCAA tournament's number two, is these are the two sporting events that 60% of the people watching are not even fans of the sport. They're caught up in the excitement of it. They're caught up in the commercials, the halftime show of the Super Bowl, whatever. And with the NCAA tournament, over the last 20 years, there's nothing that has that has grown into what it is like the NCAA tournament. With the upsets, with the excitement, with the amount of games that have... Like, this weekend coming up is crazy. Thursday through Sunday, how many games are being played all day long? Like uh, four I... straight days. I'd say, the, I'd say the addition of of the women's tournament becoming so popular yes, might yes, have also absolutely. might be one reason that this this 
gets thrown ahead of the World Series in the NBA playoffs. Definitely. Is, yeah. And think, think about the logistics. These two tournaments are going on at the same time. With 132 teams all over the country, it's amazing how well they can pull this off and how long they've been pulling it off for without any major hiccups. You you got to give the NCAA credit for that because I know what it's like to put a tournament on in one gym with eight teams. This is ridiculous what they're doing and how they've been able to do it. Now I got a call. Thanks, Vince. Keep listening up. We'll hear you at the end. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, this is Tim from Moscow, Idaho. I had to call in. I'm, I'm going to try and save you guys from going down a rabbit hole. Um, you were. You were starting to lose my interest, and I can only assume some of the other listeners are, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I want to move on to Tom Brady pulling a Brett Favre. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is with uh, athletes like Favre and Brady um, who feel that, that age does not um, count much for them. I don't know. Anyway, I find it a fascinating uh, um, phenomena to watch guys like Favre and, and Brady push on with their careers. you got uh, to put LeBron in this category. He hasn't retired, and, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think other of your listeners can weigh in on this. I, I'm always interested in, in getting other people's perspective on what, what drives this kind of stuff. I mean... I, I have an answer, Tim, and it's probably the simplest answer, but but I legitimately think this is an, a, a part of it, is I think athletes decide they're going to retire, think about it for a second, have no idea what they're going to do to fill that time, and decide to just keep playing. Do either of you? Um, go ahead. That's, I think that's, that's, that's got to be part of it. I, it probably is, but it's kind of pathetic. Um, you know, <laughs> Uh, I'm not saying, right. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know how, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's, it's probably pathetic, but I just, that's got to be a part of it somewhere is they just think, okay, now what do I do? They don't have an answer. They're like, all right, I'm still in shape. I'll just keep playing. Uh, do either um, of, do either of you think that it's just a, uh, is there any skeptics out there? Do you, do, do you think that it's just a PR thing? Quit for a while, come back, get make more money. I mean, what is there, is there any skeptics out there? <laughs> that's even that's even more pathetic. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll let you take some more calls. I I'm always fascinated by it, and and I don't think it ever works out very well for the the folks who push on. It kind of you know you should quit near the top of your career, not by the time you become I don't know, a, a, not a joke, but but you should just you should stop and do something else. Anyway, thanks, Tim. Love, love your calls. That's that's a. This is a good thought. This is one. This one could bring a lot of thoughts here. It's way better than the brackets. Oh, you better believe Tom, it, Tom, Tom Brady. <laughs> th- thanks, Tim. See you, Tim. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady made it all of forty days. Tom from, Brady from, retired for forty days. Yeah, and, and here's the. I pulled up the tweet. Here's here's his tweet uh, that he put out. He said that these past two months, I've realized that my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. Translation for that is, and, and I'm telling you, Jim, this is part of it. 
I read this tweet as the past two months, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I decided to play more football. Hey, I'm telling you, that's got there at some level. He did not know how he was going to fill his free time. My wonderful wife has been doing her job for 50 years. She retired about the same time Tom Brady did. She's starting to talk about coming, making a comeback. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe I just, people don't know how to fill their free time. By the I, way, I'm not saying that's the only reason. Just to be clear, like I'm sure Brady's in great shape. They didn't, you know, they had a rough end. They they got kind of beat up a little bit by the Rams in the playoffs. I'm sure he's got some motivation, but for the turnaround to be that quick, that's just like a, I'm doing this. Oh, you know what? I take it back. Like, that's almost, in my opinion, 40 days retired is, like, instantaneous. Like, he was barely retired. Let's take a call. Oh, I love it. You're on the, you're on the air. Yeah. Well, guys, you know, double standards are amazing things. You know, when some of us don't even realize we're doing it. Now, I don't know how things work in Moscow, Idaho, but, you know, I mean, clearly Warren Buffett should have been retired uh, 40 years ago. Oh, wait a minute. He's still making billions of dollars. Why would he retire? Oh, well, he should have retired at the top of his game. Well, uh, if he likes what he's doing and he wants to keep doing it, oh, yeah, but what about your legacy? Legacy? Dude, there's nothing like what you're actually doing at that moment. Therefore, if I'm told I shouldn't play racquetball anymore because I'm not at the top of my game, We sure wouldn't have Masters Golf anymore, I guess. Now, are we telling the guy who's the worst player in the NFL that he never should have tried to get into the NFL because he's not that great and he just hangs on and he's trying to get another year out of it. He's putting together what he wants to do. And then we take the guy who's arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play football and even if he has declined some certain amount, is better than three-quarters of the other quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Exactly. And we're saying, oh, he should have retired at the top of his game. Well, last time, my crystal ball wasn't working so good to decide when your actual crest is (laughs) because I have seen in many sports people go up, taper off, come back, You know, look at gymnastics. We just had the Olympics, right? We could say the best gymnast in the world should never compete again because she had an issue at the Olympics. Well, why wouldn't she come back and dominate the world again? You know, this whole thing of you've got some graph, you know, some bell curve for your performance on a back room somewhere on a wall where you know when that peak is. Dude, you don't know especially in a game like football where it's a combination of all these different players. And if you just get the right group of people around you, you might win five more Super Bowls. Who knows? Unless you try. I have never respected quitters more than I have respected people, respected people who kept trying. You may consider that pathetic, but I really give props to the people that just say, dude, I'm going to keep on going. Yeah, well, I can't. All right, I'm well, and to, on, and to put that into perspective, like because I think as you know, as much as betting is 
you know, a weird thing, but I think it, it does do, I think one thing I think is really interesting about Las Vegas and gambling is it does do a pretty good job reflecting like how much a player can impact a team or something like that. When Brady announced he was going to come back, the Buccaneers odds of winning the Super Bowl went from 20 to 1 to 10 to 1, and their odds of winning the NFC went from 10 to 1 to 5 to 1. So that's a, the sports gambling world saying, this guy's still one of the best in the game. He's got a lot left to, in the tank. So, yeah, it's there, there's definitely that that aspect of it. Like, it, he's got plenty left to, to go. Like, in, there, if you look at it from that perspective. Hello, Cole. You're on the air. In, you know these these big name guys you're talking about. So far, yeah. Right. I mean, there are plenty others, I'm sure, but like the two guys you're talking about here, in specific, are probably pretty flush, pretty pretty comfortable financially. Agreed. However, in this society, and crazy times, I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, if you want to get off sports and talk about other stuff going on in the real world, but crazy times financially, this war, this just pandemic, just all this stuff going on. I mean, no matter how comfortable somebody is financially, to retire at a point like this where... You could make so much money doing something like that. I mean, back in the day, you know, 40 years ago, there wasn't that much money in the game for players. And so, you know, if you continued on past a certain time, it's just like, do you want to have knees when you get old? Do you want to be able to walk? you want to hurt yourself? Now there's so much money in it. Can you think of another way to continue making really good money in the world? And actually probably have a really good time doing this camaraderie thing you do in a team, playing good sports, doing something you obviously enjoyed a lot or you wouldn't have gotten good enough to get into it to start with, and you're getting older? Let's talk about identity. Let's talk about midlife crisis. I mean, who needs that? Let's go play ball, you know? And make money. Jerry, you go first. I I don't think he did this for the money. I Just to be clear, and maybe I'm misunderstanding with the the comment, but – I don't think Brady did this because he thinks he needs to make more money. He, for, for a perspective there, he made $31 million in endorsements last year. That's separate well, that's from anything. These guys for- are flush. They don't need for money, but in our culture, I'll leave it there. So, but, but my question is, what are we talking? Are we talking about when it's time to retire or are we talking about the issue? The interesting part here is, why do these superstars like Jordan, like, like Tom Brady, let's just start with those two. I know there's been many, many more at all levels. Why Why do they retire and then unretire? Why can't they figure this out before they put us through all this? And first of all, before, before, I, you, you, know, know that's, <laughs> before you answer this. It's, you know, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's part of the point. Or maybe there is some kind of. Midlife crisis. What am I going to do with myself? Who am I? I'm a ball player. Why am I not out playing ball? And you know, these guys could go out and be Batman. They could go to some, you know, some back lot. They can go someplace and make it as a volunteer. They can stay in the trade and just volunteer, you know, and in, in, in stressed places in the communities, in cities, anywhere in the country and bring up this thing that will help kids get an identity and get out of the the spiral that is what it is in slums and stuff. 
but they go back to Proval. I don't know. You know, people all have their own slant on how to move forward at any given time. And what's the right move? Who's to say? You got uh, the Z-Man, one of our big texters, Burton, thanks you for your thoughts. He said they're, they're mine exactly. I wanted to let you know that. I got another interesting text here. Well, I got you guys on from our, our good Dr. Chico. She says this isn't this isn't just for sports. He said, she said in the medical profession, people retire and then come back. And I think um, they probably it probably happens in some of the other entertainment fields too, like like acting. I don't know, but um, it, 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 it the thing that gets me the most interested is why they don't figure out before they because they. Th- I, I know I keep saying this like it's a yeah. joke, but it's because they think they have things to do in their free time. <laughs> I'm well, telling you, know, you, retirement's what's this? I mean, retirement is a mental thing. You know, it's like, oh, I'm retired. So it's like, you know, I personally am not going to have that option. But you've seen it. You've lived up here for a long time, Jim, and you've seen it. Someone comes up here and they retire and and they put in grapes and they start driving around all the time and stuff. And this <laughs> is my retirement. Now I've got a new. You know, it's just like some people don't know how to stop and. Some people, when they do stop, that's when they die. They sit down, they watch TV, and they drink themselves three years later into death or, you know, just something. You know, a lot of yeah. people can't stop, you know, and and some people, when they can't stop, you know, these guys, these really good ball players, they had a groovy life, man, and it's like they can't stop. It's just like, hey, I could do this for another couple of years. This feels good. You know, I mean, if not, I'm going to have to do something boring, like go to the gym or else I'm going to die because i got to work out because it's my body. You know, and so like, hey, I could do this for another three years, and yeah, that's pretty groovy, and people know me. I can get a job. I know I could make two phone calls and have a job, you know. so That is anyway. the, rant, the rant of the day. I'm taking another call. Thanks, Burton. I'm a ranter. Okay, bye. That was wonderful. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, caller. You there? Anybody there? Lost that one. All right. Well, give us a call back, 707-895-2448. Give us a call if you got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Talking a little NCAA tournament, talking a little Tom Brady retirement, unretirement in a 40-day period. If you've got anything you want to talk about, 707-895-2448. We've got one in the air now. Clarification from the Dr. Chico. Doctors don't know what to do with themselves when they retire. That's what I'm telling you. When they retire. I'm telling you, it's a thing. She is with you 100% here. They literally don't have an identity outside of medicine. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I think I got dropped a minute ago because you couldn't. But uh, uh, so really quickly, so Tom Brady in the last two years has almost passed for 10,000 yards, 83 touchdowns, and has, has, has had one of the higher passer ratings. So he's clearly not declining, you know, in his game. Jerry, I'm with you, clearly doesn't need the money. Not only does he make $31 million in endorsements alone, his wife is pretty wealthy and makes lots of money, so the family doesn't need a lot. Do you guys remember? I now. I mean, I don't even watch football. I listen to him say why he's retiring. Do you guys remember his words? Now that I'm thinking about it. Jared, remember what? Spend more time with his family. That's right? all he said. Yep. So maybe that yeah. didn't. Maybe that didn't work out for him. <laughs> well, I, I'm with Jerry and with all of you. Have you ever listened to to professional players who become announcers? Yeah. They they got into broadcasting to fill that gap, to fill in that void of preparing for a game, watching film, doing this. It's 
that is what it is. But let's flip this a little bit and talk about the Barry Sanders of the world who were at the prime of their career and called it quits after 10 years and probably could have played another five or six, but was so comfortable with himself and so capable of handling whatever that gap was and filling it. Calvin Johnson, a great receiver for the Lions, who could have probably played another five or six years and was at the top of his game. Ten years, called it quits. You don't see that very often, but that does happen. So majority of the athletes and people out there in any field, especially if you've done it for your whole life, how do you feel about Void? I would, I would, I would probably go crazy if I was that athlete and not Everybody, able to do that every day. Jerry, everyone's sort of agreeing with you and putting it in their own words. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me take another one, Vince. Don't you go, don't go away. You got twenty more minutes, Vince. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Yes, um, I was wondering, like baseball's back on. When are they going to start start doing spring training? Are the pitchers and catchers back? And what's the deal with the old crazy rules of the extra inning guy starts out on second base? I, I'd like to hear. <laughs> All right, so, thanks, so the, the, the only. The only definitive timeline I know, and this is just because I haven't looked into it a ton, is I know baseball starts again on, on April 7th. I believe that's what the new opening day is going to be. What's that mean? You mean when they start playing games? Oh, I believe open. yes, opening okay. day will be April 7th. So I would imagine in the whatever amount of time before that we have, so like a little less than a month, spring training and all those things will happen. But my understanding is that opening day is April 7th. So it sounds. I could be wrong me, about that, but that's that's my understanding. About so, that. caller, it sounds like everything they normally do in baseball is going to happen in a shorter period of time, and they're gonna, they're going to open up. Um, they're going to open up on that April seventh date, but they're going to have a, a probably abbreviated spring training, right? Today, today was the mandatory reporting day for spring training. Spring training games will begin on March seventeenth, and then April seventh is opening day. Hmm. Is that uh, awesome? What, what, yeah, yeah. I, go ahead. Hey, thanks. I like a lot, but the other question I have, like, I heard they're changing the rules back to yeah. no, no, oh, no starting out extra inning games with a guy on second base, which I think is great. Like that's that's ridiculous. And also, they're gonna have a designator hitter designated hitter for that pitcher and uh, now too is that right yeah so there's two sets of rules of rule changes the first ones are going into effect I believe right away I could be wrong about that but I believe this is the set that's going into effect right away uh, universal designated hitter so the, the National League will no longer have a designated hitter, which means the pitcher will no longer have to bat in the National League. Uh, extra inning games are returning to traditional extra inning rules, meaning they're getting rid of the runner that starts on second base. Uh, so they're getting rid of that. They're going back to old extra inning rules. Uh, double headers are going back to full nine inning games. They're not going to be short games and double headers. Uh, and then the other one, 
is uh, playoff expansion. They're going from 10 to 12 teams in, in the playoffs. So three division winners, three wild cards. Included in that is they're getting rid of the one-in-game winner-take-all wild card uh, round. So they're there, getting rid of the one-game playoffs. There's nothing um, specifically to speed the game up, Jer? So that's the other set of rules. Uh-huh. So these are the ones that are going into effect immediately. The other part of this is baseball is now allowed uh, – if if a committee on rules approves the vote, they can make a change within 45 days as opposed to previously the rules said you had to do it a year in advance. You hmm. could only make a, a change a year ahead. Um, now you can do it in 45 days. The pitch clock is one of the rules that a lot of people are anticipating is going to get added in. Huh, pitch clock, yeah, like a yeah. shot clock in basketball. Yeah. So the, 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 the proposed rule that a lot of people think is going to happen is 14 seconds with no runners on, 19 seconds with runners on. In between pitches. Yes, in between pitches. So there'll be a clock. And what's what's the uh, – that's an interesting rule. What is the penalty? That's even more interesting. Uh, it doesn't say. Huh. In the, now that we're a little bit back on baseball, I want to get back to a text from the Z-Man. <laughs> this is great when you and Vince were talking about how wonderful the NCAA basketball is. I put the World Series ahead, and uh, – uh, Z's a little bit more specific. NCAA basketball over the World Series? Are you too serious? You guys Absolutely. are way, you guys are way too into college basketball. I am completely serious. <laughs> I I mean anyone that listens to the show knows I think that baseball is just a really grind of a sport to try to enjoy. That's I what I, that's really, what I was really saying. It. it seems yeah. to me the biggest change that's going to help basketball baseball to get back. The pitch clock would be nice. I, if there's a pitch clock, I would be very excited. Do you, well, if you're reading about the pitch clock, do you happen to know what the average time is? That, that how oh, much? Oh, I don't. No, I mean, no, no, what, no. I don't. Come on, don't baseball fans. Z, Z man, text me if you can. How long? Pull up an old game or something. How long do they normally take between pitches in a normal game? What's the average if they're going to – would you say they're going to cut them down to 14 with no one on base? 14 seconds with no one on base. And what if the batter steps out? They start all over again? I, I, you're asking, you're asking <laughs> questions I don't know the answers to. That's an interesting question, though. Huh. Yeah. All right, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We got another call. You're on the air. All right, can you hear me? Yep. All right. This is pitch a record. Counts are ridiculous. Pitch counts are ridiculous. Pitch there clocks. Used to be, there used to be batters that were called the human rain delay because <laughs> they would step out of the batter's box, fix both of their batting gloves, you know, adjust their jock strap, do, do some other things, and then get back in the batter's box. It's ridiculous. It's just like them the shift. Twenty twenty three, the shift will no longer be allowed in baseball. Which is a strategic move. It's about playing against your other team's weaknesses, right? It's like playing a zone against a bad three point shooting team. I mean, you, you can't take away these things. If you want to beat the shift, then hit the ball the other way. You know, the idea of getting rid of the designated hitter or, or adding the designated hitter is a terrible idea. Let the pitchers bat. You want to play the field, get in the batter's box. The whole thing, like all these little rule changes, speeding the game up, baseball's a slow game. It's a game of strategy and, 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 and maneuvers. These things drive me crazy. With- and Z-Man, Z-Man, just so you know, I like the World Series. 
over the NCAA tournament personally. We were saying, what does America do? It's a much bigger event Ugh. than the World Series in America today. I'm a baseball enthusiast. True and true to my heart, baseball World Series, number one thing that I watch. V-Man, just so you know. Wow. I'm, gl- I'm glad you... Uh... I'm, I'm glad you clarified that. I, I really painted you wrong there. 707-895-2448. How much time left here? Uh, we've got about 15 minutes, so give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about. As Jim said, the number is 707-895-2448. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't know how much we want to get into the weeds on baseball rule changes, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm all for the pitch clock. I'm all for the designated hitter being universal i think getting rid of shifts is absurd i got a question i, I got a question about um designated hitter um if, if you have a pitcher like that home run hitter last year o- otani otani oh, i'm sure it's optional no 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 i know is. i know it's optional but can you bet can you have a designated hitter for somebody else no, yeah, the, so, no i think you on. can this will be, well, this will be interesting I guess they have to keep the rule where when he was pitching in his American League stadium, he was the home team, they would they had the ability to waive the DH. But they would have to waive it for the whole game so he could hit in his own position because he was not allowed to be a pitcher and a designated hit. That, that's, um, that's not my question. My question is if you have a good pitcher – can you have a designated hit for a lousy catcher? I'm pretty sure you can. By by the way, no. Ooh, that's you a good can, question. I, I think. And no one softball you can. In you can have a designated hitter for anybody. It just happens to be the pitcher is usually the worst batter. I'm pretty sure I just answered that, my own question. That's true. Uh, Z-Man's that's an old true. school. He has no idea how long a pitcher has to throw, or how long how the average is. I like it when the batter is in the box and the pitcher just throws it there. I don't want to see a pitcher no. clocked for his pitch. He agrees with you, Vince. And he's yeah, an I mean, old-school Chicago it, fan. Yeah, and if you look at the, most of the majority of the best pitchers out there, they get the ball, they get on the rubber, and they want to pitch. You know, you don't get a lot of the best pitchers in the history of the game that want to take their sweet time. They want to, they want to keep it going. You know, like that's – I've hmm. never – I think what's happened to baseball is there's too many teams and you have too many bad pitchers who get stressed out, need more time to calm down and wander around for a minute and then throw the ball. That expansion has hurt every sport, but it's inevitable. So it's part of it. Thanks, Vince. And Jerry, Jerry, I agree with you. The majority of, of, of minority fans will want to see these changes because it will make the game Easier for people who are not diehard fans to to watch. Agreed. Yes. Thanks, Vince. Yeah, so, so, yeah the, 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 those things do have a benefit in some way. Um, um, it's my fourth call. I got to get off. I do apologize, guys, but the uh, the the sky outside contradicted the time of the sports phone, but the time change <laughs> it caught me off guard. <laughs> so I jumped in a boat. No worries. I always appreciate you letting me to, and uh, thank you very much. Your heart no, and soul no problem, sports phone, Vince. No Thanks. Uh, Jerry actually brought up a question right there. The time change? Real, can I change the subjects for a second? Yeah, you can do whatever okay. you want. <laughs> if we don't have a call, do whatever you want. No, no call. The time change. So this morning, you called me or I called you, 
and you were still in bed. And I and I said, "Geez, Jared, it's eleven o'clock." And you said, "No, it's 10. Yeah, and 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 no, and and I said, "No, come on, you, you're. I know you're, you. Everything you have is on the internet, so I know darn well all your clocks are changed. You know what time? And it's eleven o'clock." And you said, "No, my brain is still at ten. So I yeah. was thinking, I had no obligations today until the sports phone. So until <laughs> this, until the show had to start." I just decided mentally to think it was an hour earlier. So I had a question I was going to ask at the beginning of the show, but I, then I always forget because this got so exciting with, with talking about whatever we're talking about. But I'm asking this for the last 10 minutes. And if you got a good example of this, Vince, you can make it your fifth call for all I care. The, do you remember the high school practice? I think it was a holiday on a Monday. The only way this could have happened is it was a holiday and a Monday because the time always changes between Saturday and Sunday morning. And we had a practice on a Monday morning when there wasn't any school. And a whole bunch of your Space Cadet friends showed up an hour late for practice because they didn't turn their clocks back. So I remember it. I I don't know why we had practice in the morning on that Monday. Maybe it was, you know, a holiday that, that creeped up on us or I don't know. I can't think of what that was. Maybe it was why it was a holiday that Monday. But the question I have for the rest of the crowd is, how many people have missed a sporting event or been late for a sporting event or a practice or a game or showed up at a game at the wrong time to watch, whatever, because of the uh, time change? That's an so, interesting question. Yeah, so, so we've always had... This is going on today, uh, and I, I didn't go this year, but a bunch of my college friends... Uh, go every year on this weekend and they go and play in a adult rec league basketball tournament. And it's something we've had to deal with every year of this tournament is the time change pretty much where we've always had to remind ourselves when we're out partying after Saturday that, Hey, that next game in the morning is not at the time we think it is because of the time change. So we've never missed a game because of it, but it's always been something like we have to remind ourselves of in, you know, in the middle of all of our, our, you know, I, entertainment I that evening. We have to remember that there's a, a, a time change. Me being the oldest person I know that was involved with that team, I was there every time you, almost every time you were there. I think that was one of my jobs to remind everybody that yeah, that it yeah. was that there was a time change the next day because the tournament would have regular time on Saturday, and then the next day it had daylight savings time. That's well, it. it wasn't like they listed a different time. You just had to remember that oh, that right. nine o'clock game is actually at ten o'clock. Huh. Or, or like, or like you just had to remember that the game just listed at nine is what we think is going to be this time, and so you know we just had to always remember to to, to account for the time change. I just remember, uh, you remember those three guys walking in practice an hour late and use the challenge yeah. two days you later. Left. Oh, was that the day I got mad and left? Yeah, you walked out. They walked in. You walked out. Oh, jeez. Seven seven eight nine five two four four eight. We've got. Um, Eight minutes left. We're talking about some pretty interesting stuff here from the NCAA to, uh, you know, the baseball rules. Um, you know, I, I compared once, you know, the, the, the pitch clock. I tried to compare that to the shot clock in basketball. But that really, I, the more I thought about it, it really isn't fair, Jer. Pitch clock is designed just to speed up the game. The shot clock in basketball changed a game more than any rule that's ever been added to any sport. That didn't just speed up anything. That changed the entire game. Would you agree with that? I I can say 
with firsthand experience from this weekend, <laughs> I I don't understand how basketball was ever played without a shot clock. It it yeah. was one of the and this is I I I was not rooting against our high the high school I'm a coach of to I was not rooting for us to lose, but in the first round we were up twelve with I think like three minutes left in the game something like that. I was actively frustrated with how we were we were playing at the end of that game, as like because I've I've only grown up with a shot clock and, now and Oregon coaching. high school basketball doesn't have one, and it was one of the most frustrating. And I, I talked about it all year, like every close Oregon high school basketball game I was a part of this year, whether we were winning or not, I hated the way that the end of the game had, had was played. Hello. It, the, the best comparison I saw was it becomes keep away. You're no longer playing basketball. You're playing it's keep away. Ju- yeah, I, I got to take some calls here, Jerry. The phone's ringing, but this is the way I grew up, and I, I love hate, I love it. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, I had an experience. Oh, is somebody else on there? No, it's you. Okay. I had an experience with, uh, with the opposite in terms of time change. Many years ago, we were driving across Africa, me and a group of guys. And uh, so we're going time zone to time zone. And we had people that were saying, look, I can't do anything before 8 o'clock in the morning. And I'd say to them, look, it's, you're according to your clock in your head, it's 10 o'clock now. We've gone through two time zones. And they would still insist that the time on the clock was the time that they responded to. And it was just really funny because it was exactly the opposite of everything we have said today about how we react to, you know, our natural biorhythms with the clock. We were moving with the sun, and somehow or another, these guys were more connected to their actual clock than they were to where the sun was in the sky. Just had to throw that counterexample out there. I'm taking another call. That was quite, that was, I'm not even sure what all that meant. We're running out of time here. Let me take another call. That was great. That was great. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hey, uh, just a comment here on the time change thing you guys have been talking about. I thought that the people voted on something for some governmental agency to do something about that. And I wonder if anybody knows anything that happened in that situation. So you mean nothing having to do with sports? You just want to talk about the time change politics? Well, that, that, you, you, had, you had been talking about the, the time change. What a difficult time you've been having with it. And that's the question popped uh, into my head. Why don't we change it? Uh, well, I can tell then, you, then these, I, I mean, we're, we're at the end of the show here. Uh, Oregon tried to. It's a state-by-state thing. It's not a federal thing. Uh, yes, Oregon tri- yes. The, the state of California people voted on it for the legislature or somebody to do something, and I don't believe they've done anything. Yeah, I, I, I can't. Sp- I've been in California for a while, and I can't speak to that. But what I can, I can say is, Oregon tried to, Jim. Yeah. And Washington decided not to, and Oregon said, "Well, if Washington's not going to do it. Oregon's not going to do it." I don't that care if people do it or if they don't do it. What I want to know is. Who missed the game because of it? That's all. <laughs> Let me take another call. We we all, we all, that's the connection to sports. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I'm off the hook. Thank Thanks, you. you guys. Yeah, we love it. Thank you. You're on the air. Last call, I think. Yeah, in response to the previous caller, the only thing that I know of that's been done legislatively regarding daylight savings time, should we, shouldn't we, was 
some years back, there was argument over, we got to do something about all this electricity usage because uh. we got to tip our hat at, cli- at climate change or whatever it was, something to do with the environment. And the only thing that happened, because it wasn't going to cost anybody, any businesses, anybody, any money, was a Republican-led legislation nationally made it so that daylight savings time started earlier in the year and ended later in the year. That's the only thing I know that's been done legally about it, mm-hmm. and that's at the national level. So if it's done, the dates, if you were going to do it from a state level, you had to do it during those times on a national level. That's still, I don't see where that has to do with uh, missing practice or missing a game. Well, I did have a boss that when I was working at the Buckhorn Saloon, I did have a boss that two years in a row, he missed the spring forward, and I called him up because I needed to get into the safe and get ready to open. And both years, <laughs> that guy was in the bathtub. <laughs> Thanks, Bert. That's not sports, but I showed a lot of sports on Sunday. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Bert. Oh, Jeez. all Did right. I not We're going to wrap clear? it up here. I want to say one more time, the shot clock is the greatest thing in the history of basketball, and I don't understand how it was played without a shot clock. It's, well, every game, Jared, oh, I, I, I told you that when we were texting during one of your games. I told you, if you got up 10 with three minutes left, we had something on my teams that we always did. There was no question. We went to that. It was just like click. We called four corners. Yeah, we, it's we, still a thing. We mathematically won the game. You you just switched into that, and yeah. you 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 couldn't lose unless you tried to play normal basketball. No, it's still a thing. It's exactly what you just said. And at the highest like level of current Oregon basketball, it's still a thing, and it. It aggravates me to no end. We're going to wrap it up here. Thanks, everyone, that listened in to the Sports Phone. We'll be back next week. That'll be March 20th. Uh, it was a pleasure, and we'll talk to everybody next week. Call whoever's calling in. Going to have to get it next week. We are running out of time, and we're going to Sunday. I believe Sunday evening jazz is next. Live jazz on KZYX. Thanks for all the calls. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.